here the settings of the courses, the quality and the, the condition of the courses. And it's just for golfers, it's a paradise down here, you know. I mean, okay, Florida is the other thing, but in Europe, this is the best, probably in the world, the best, you know. If you take everything in consideration, the, the quality of the golf courses, the food, the, you know, the, 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 the pace of life, I think the chilledness here, it's... Um, it's fantastic. So yeah, that's when I fell in love, you know, and... Um... Olá e bem-vindo! Welcome to The Simple Life, an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique, beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Elizabeth Estelle. Elizabeth is a former golf professional, a fashion designer and business owner, and has made her home right here in Tavira, Portugal. We discuss, amongst other things, the beauty of the Eastern Algarve and why Portugal is probably the world's best golf destination. Welcome back or welcome to another episode of Portugal, The Simple Life. I'm delighted to be joined here by Elizabeth Estelle. Elizabeth, thank you for joining very us. Very well pronounced. Very good. <laughs> I try. I try my best. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Thanks for having me. Very good. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. So uh, just start off by telling us a little bit about you, Elizabeth. Um, yeah, my name is Elisabeth Esther, like you pronounced it right. I'm 44. I'm from Germany. I'm an ex-professional golfer. I played 17 years on the ladies tour. I'm, I'm, I'm in love with Portugal. I live here half the year and uh, yeah, we're enjoying it here, even though it's cold at the moment, but it's a, it's a fantastic place. Wonderful. Okay, we're going to get into your part of Portugal um, because it is a beautiful part of the world. Um, but maybe you could just tell us a little bit about um, your golfing, uh, a little bit about your background there and then how it brought you to Portugal in the first place. Yeah, um, I was, um, you know, through friends, obviously the Algarve was always a, a great golf destination. So in, I, I believe in 95 was my first visit to Portugal um, and I fell in love, you know, with the golf courses. I was still an amateur at that time. And, uh, um, you know, in the winter, obviously, in Germany, there's no golf. So you have to find your way, um, you know, somewhere to practice. And at that time, I was in the national team. So, you know, you had to get ready and uh, uh, for, the, for the upcoming tournaments. So I, I choose Portugal and I met some nice people and... Um, Yeah, I fell in love there just because of the fantastic uh, golf courses on the Algarve. You know, I was amazed. Uh, and uh, I, I've been coming ever since. So I've been basically with a bit, bit of breaks. I, I spent since 95 most winters here. 
actually on the Algarve, uh, you know, and practicing and playing golf and enjoying the good wine and the good life. So now it's, um, I'm really a big fan and more and more so now where before I used to come and go and now we basically stay here half the year and um, half the year in Germany. Oh, it sounds, it sounds terrible. I mean, why do you do yeah, that to I know. yourselves? I know people always say, you know, you know, they're, they're a bit envious because I said, I, I always make the excuse and say, no, I'm, I have to go to Portugal. I've got this terrible allergy and I'm freezing and I got these goosebumps and I said, I have to go to Portugal. I'm sorry. So no, um, we're very, very lucky. And especially this time of the year, you know, especially now what's, what's going on. I think it's, um, we've been very lucky to be here. We've been, yeah, with everything that's happening in the world, uh, with, well, let's go with Brexit, Trump, and now with COVID, we're, we're so happy to be in our little corner of Europe here, here in know. Portugal. I, um, I mean, I, I want to, we'll come back and circle back around to talk about the golfing in, in the Algarve, because that's something that um, is really, really unique, and it is a real golfer's paradise um, in, in the world. Um, but what besides the golf, um, what were some of those things that grabbed you um, when you first visited that made you think, hmm, I, could see, I could see myself living here, I could see myself spending more time in this, in this part of, of, of yeah. Portugal? Obviously, the, the density of the golf courses and the quality of the golf courses, you know, at that point, there was golf, 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 you know. Um, um, when I was, I came here, yeah, I was 17 at that time. That shows my wow. age now. So, uh, no, and I, um, and it was just the practice facilities, the weather, you know, and the, the, uh, the whole setup. You have so many different courses, you know, where normally you go one style of courses, here the settings of the courses, the quality and the, the condition of the courses. And it's just for golfers is a paradise down here, you know. I mean, okay, Florida is the other thing, but in Europe, this is the best, probably in the world, the best, you know. If you take everything in consideration, the, the quality of the golf courses, the food, the, you know, the, 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 the pace of life, I think the chilledness here, it's... Um, it's fantastic. So yeah, that's when I fell in love, you know, and um, it grabbed me um, and uh, we had a bit of a break. We've been five years in Dubai. I met my other half, Neil, um, in Dubai. So we lived five years in Dubai. And then we came back again in 2014 because it's, it is, it is, I think you, you have everything here. Um, I think you have beautiful beaches, you got golf courses, you have and the cost of living, I think it's it's second to none. You know, the quality, uh, it's it's brilliant. So I think it's the complete package. And the Portuguese are so welcoming and so friendly. So I always felt home. You know, when you come off a plane and you feel like this is home. That's what I have when I when I arrive here. When I go over, either when we drive with the car over the border and we come over the bridge it feels like home so it's hard to describe but um i think it's yeah that's that's uh, very yeah um, that's how i feel when i when i come here it's a beautiful feeling to have when you when you arrive in a place yeah. um let's talk about your 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 you in our um, on this podcast, we often speak about minya terra or people, their terra, their land, their their village. Your village, your Portuguese village, is Tavira, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so tell people if let's imagine that it's a, a it's a golfing a golfer who's never ever been to, to to Portugal before. 
you're teeing off on a on a eight on a hole somewhere in the middle of I don't know Florida, uh, and they and you're trying to describe Tavira to them. What do you what do you tell them about Tavira? What do you want them to know about Tavira? I mean, for me, Tavira is the most beautiful sit, city in the Algarve uh, because it's it's a flair of uh, of the old life. There's beautiful old buildings. You have the Roman Bridge. You got a, quite a lot of influence of, um, you know, because this area used to be Arabic before, you know, long time ago. So it has a lot of influence there. And though, even though it's very popular in the summer with tourists, in the winter, it's not uh, very touristy. You know, life goes on. Um, and this is the thing, the nice balance. You know, it's um, every time I go down, I, you discover it's not a big town, but it's it's beautiful. You know, you got great restaurants. Um the river um, runs through the uh, through the town, and you take the boat out to Tavira Island. So for me, it's it's just the nicest place um, because it's that balance of not being touristy, you know. Because some areas in in the Algarve, of course, they're more touristy than other. But here is really, and then the closeness to Spain, so you can hop over to Spain. You know, you have, and of course, you know, the, food, the, the the seafood I don't have to tell you about. So if you're ever in Santa Lucia or in Fuseta, you definitely have to go down and just sit on the, on the streets and have a grilled fish of, a, of, the, of the barbecue. And I think in a nice glass of wine and uh, sunshine, I don't think life gets better than that. Yeah, the, the, thing, the thing that strikes me, I mean, the first time that I visited Tavira was probably... Oh, more than 15 years ago. Um, and we had, I just remember we just sat on the side of the, there by the river at a little, um, it was a little uh, restaurant or Tashka and had some grilled fish just on the, on you know, just off the barbecue, simple food with a nice wine. And it was such a wonderful experience. And I think it is quite unique. You've got that, that, like you mentioned, the historical aspect of it with the Roman bridge and the, and the architecture, but still the river and, um, you know, nice restaurants and the beach right there with the island is just phenomenal as well. But that whole, I think that whole eastern side of the Algarve is very underrated and maybe undiscovered. I mean, you've, like you mentioned, Fuzeta, you've got uh, Moncarapachu, you've got other St. Lucia places. T tell people a bit more about that east side and what it's like and, and what, what you like about it. Yeah, I mean... Um what I really, I mean, I go every day in the morning down to the beach, and um, but it's in the Ria Formosa, so it's a, a beautiful nature reserve, and it's so unspoiled, and they and they really try to preserve that, which I think is great, even though they attract tourists there, but they're not plastering it like you see in Spain, you know, beautiful spots, and then they're they're actually make it into a building site where they're really conscious here to preserve that beautiful nature. And I think that's, that's very, very nice that the Portuguese do that. You know, they don't just see the commercial site. They really love their area, their, yeah, their country. Um, and they try to preserve it, you know, and they rope off the nature reserve and make sure that the, the wildlife is protected. And um, Especially now with COVID, I mean, when the lockdown was there and I would drive out, you know, walk out with the dog and you see flamingos, you know, there's hundreds of flamingos and the wildlife. And it's just and I think there's nothing as beautiful as the nature. So if you love the nature and, you know, and um, but not just the beach, but even if you go inland slightly, you know, you discover tiny little villages with 
nice little restaurants and uh, and just the view you go on, on hikes, uh, mountain biking. I mean, it just offers everything, you know. And if you love the nature, um, I think this is this is one of the most beautiful places in the world for sure. It's lovely. I agree. Uh, that Rio Formosa and and for for the just like you mentioned the flamingos, the bird life, and yeah. the aquamarine life. It's just it's not what you expect when you think of the Algarve. You know, everybody when uh, they think of the Algarve, they think beaches and and golf. Yeah. Uh, but the nature, the natural side of that eastern eastern Algarve area is just stunning. Um, and you mentioned some of the mountains where you've got some of those beautiful um, mountain ranges, some of those villages inland. Uh, it's just a beautiful part of, of the Algarve. And inland, the waterfalls, you know, I mean, there's so much to discover. So, I mean, I've been coming here for a long time and I had my place here since I think 14 years or something. But before I always used to go Valdilobo, Quinta de Lago, this sort of area. Um, and then um, about 13 years ago, I bought the place here because uh, a big golf course uh, opened here, the complex uh, Quinta de Ria, Quinta de Cima, and friends of mine, they were very involved. So I got through them to discover this side of the, you know, of, um, of the Algarve, the eastern side, where before I was just Valdilobo and Quinta de Lago, it's beautiful. But it's not the real Algarve, you know, it's very, you know, it's, it's very glamorous and stuff. And it, the golf courses are spectacular. But to live, it wouldn't be for me, you know, I like that area here more. But it's, you know, it's a preference. I mean, there's so much great places in the Algarve. It's just what, what triggers you, what you like or what you expect from life. And um, I think we found it here. Well, paint, paint us a picture. What describe your? What would be your perfect day? Uh, just describe a perfect day down in in Tavira from from sort of start to finish. You don't have to go into all the details, but just <laughs> what would people expect I, from a, I, a, yeah. a really nice day, including food and drink and activities? What would you What would you recommend? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I, I, I you know, we we adopted a dog here, um, um, a rescue dog. So every morning we go. Uh, to the beach and we got a group of expats, uh, sometimes Portuguese join us and we meet every day, depending, you know, now in the winter, bit later, 8.30 and there's uh, this one beach, Albacora Beach, um, where we can walk the dogs and they run around and we have a chat and a laugh. So that sets up the morning good. And then normally we go for breakfast somewhere, which in Germany I never do. I have breakfast at home, but here it's the way of life. You know, you go out for your coffee, you go out for your breakfast, um, and yeah, and then, um, you know, and then just enjoy the sunshine and, um, you know, or go somewhere, meet with friends for a nice lunch, um, you know, walk on the beach. This is just the simple stuff. It doesn't have to be something special, but the, the, because it's such a easy way of life, you can be very spontaneous and just go with the flow. And that's what I like. I'm, I'm not the person, you know, when you're a golfer, you always had to be, at a certain time, you know, with your tea time, you had to be on the tea for 10 o'clock and you can't be late. So I quite enjoy that, not being that punctual. So I can just go with the with the flow. Um, and uh, I just tell you a funny story. Actually, uh, friends of mine, um, they always went to the north part um, and uh, they wanted to discover the Algarve. So I, I, I showed them the possibilities, you know, and then they said, you know, Algarve, uh, uh, Villamura or uh, Cavallero or Lagos, 
is so and so and but I love Tavira so anyway I didn't influence them too much I just said you choose what you want and then they're actually rented in Tavira and they ended up buying um bought a place on their holiday so they said this was the most expensive holiday but they love it now they're here in Tavira they bought themselves a townhouse and um I think they discovered that life as well, because especially in Germany, the life is so quick, or in other countries probably as well, um, is so quick and you get so carried away um, and you forget to live, you know. You, uh, we're here, they have really the balance right, you know. They work, yes, but they really live. And I think we can learn a lot from, from the Portuguese, even though they're a bit more relaxed, you know, maybe not as punctual as we Germans or, uh, but that definitely got the balance of the, the life, right. You know, I think. And, I mean, uh, how, how much would you say your, your life has slowed down uh, in the years that you've been living, living there? Do you feel like yeah. it's slowed down or do you feel like just your, 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 the way that you live your life has, has changed? Yeah. Another quality of life. I mean, we still work very hard and, um, but you take your times, you know, you take your blocks, the, the time, I think the time you have uh, take off is much more, um, yeah, you enjoy that time off more, you know, where in Germany it's, it seems like work and it's like, you know, like a rat uh, race. And here you actually, you know, you do your work, but you have so much other things to enjoy it. And you couldn't, like in Germany, you could never, for example, unless you, um, you know, you're very wealthy. You couldn't go out three or four times a week for dinner or for lunch because it was it would is expensive. We're here. If I don't feel like cooking, we're going out, and it doesn't cost the world. And it's brilliant, you know. And I think this balance is is really something. Uh, or you just like you said, you pop out for for breakfast, you know. And it it's so cheap here. It's not worth cooking at home, you know, or doing it at home. So I think that quality of life is brilliant here. And, and you have like, you have the golf courses here and you can just do whatever you want. You know, um, I think that's, uh, and of course the sunshine, I mean, that helps if the, if the sun is out in the morning, you wake up totally different. So we really enjoy that balance um, of having half the year here and of course, we have to earn money. So we go back and, you know, work is in Germany or uh, this is the core business. Um, and then we go back and uh, and here it's really where we live. I mean, that's where we can live and that's where we enjoy life. <clears throat> Beautiful. It sounds, sounds wonderful. Um, let's let's talk about golf. Um, now, we've, we have sort of mentioned it a bit here and there. But what makes um, this uh, such a special and unique golfing area um, in compared to compared to other places in Europe? I think the thing is the amount of golf courses in the small space. I, I haven't researched it. I don't know how many golf courses. There's always new ones popping up. Um, uh, how many there is actually in the Algarve. But if I just take the area, which I go, call the golf mecca around Valdelobo, Quinta de Lago, Villa Mura. I mean, you, you drive 15 um, Ks and you got probably 20, 20 golf courses in that area, you know. And they're all very different. So that makes it uh, very special. The density of the golf courses, the quality and the settings. You know, you take San Lorenzo, for example, which is one, one of my favorites, probably. 
um, the setting there, uh, just in the uh, in the nature reserve, is stunning, you know. And then you have the courses of Quinta de Lago, and and I mean they're in such good condition. It's like you're playing a tour tournament tomorrow, you know. They keep it on a very high standard, um, so I think that makes it very very unique um, and uh, very special here. You know, you got good hotels. Um, it's not far away to fly. The weather is normally very good, even this time of the year. I don't know what happened this year. Uh, we had a bit of a cold snap, but I, I just called, uh, spoke to my parents and it's uh, minus 11 in Germany. So, you know, plus 10 doesn't make it that bad, but, you know, you get very spoiled here. So um, I think just the balance, um, you know, where they have, um, you know, the variety of the golf courses so you can play the whole all golf um, and uh, I haven't played all of them, which is still on my to-do list, but I played most of them. Well, I mean, tell, tell us maybe about some of your favorites and, and why you enjoy, uh, maybe mention a couple of or three or four that you like and, and why you enjoy them so much, just to give people a bit of an overview of the, the golf courses there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, setting-wise, I think uh, San Lorenzo is one of my favorites because you totally in the nature reserve. It's a very, very challenging um, uh, layout, um, and that's probably my favorite. And um, you know, Val de Lobo, you have that um, very spectacular hole. You know, over two hundred meters of the back over the red cliffs, which is very spectacular. And I do like the Quinta de Lago courses just because they're always so well maintained, you know. And I think for a professional golfer, this is very important that the maintenance is, um, that the courses are in good shape. So, you know, because you, you, you are spoiled, you always played on perfectly manicured courses. And um, I do enjoy the, the courses. So they never get boring. Um, they're tree-lined, I love tree-lined courses. Um, and um, yeah, and Monterey is obviously very special as well. Um, but also Quinta de Ria, Quinta de Cima, the great courses. I mean, it's just what takes your fancy. You can have from very challenging, very difficult courses like the Victoria with lots of water. Um, and you have a nice course like Silvish is brilliant as well. You know, you have you have all, all varieties here. So you never get bored. There's everything for every level of golfer. So, um, and, they, and they do a great job. They make you feel very welcome. They're very professionally set up and, um, and more and more professional golfers basing themselves out here just because you've got everything you need, good practice facilities, great weather, and um, yeah, far better. I mean, if I compare it to Mabea, I mean, the, the courses don't really, they're not comparable. There's some good courses down there, but uh, Dal Golf is far better, far better, in my opinion. Well, we, I mean, I, I, I've, I've got into trouble before on the podcast for, for uh, comparing Spain and Portugal too much. And uh, so I'm not going to go down that, no, in that I won't direction. Go there. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, is there, is there something that you've experienced on the golf courses and in, 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 around the golfing in, in the Algov that is completely unique to, to anywhere else in the world? Uh, that sets it apart um, in terms of the, the the golf courses themselves, the people. Um, is there something that does that does make it quite unique for you? Um, yeah, I think one of them is the the setting, the the nature around it. You know where they can uh, where they build the golf courses. You know that you you feel like you 
within the nature, you know, where when I was a professional golfer, you're very focused on the whole, like the quality of the layout of the courses. We're now, maybe I'm getting old now. Now I'm actually, you know, taking the surroundings in, you know, what's around it. So I think they have very good quality uh, layout courses. They have very good architects who, who sort of blend the golf courses in with the nature. And, and of course, the um, I think the land they're chosen is very suitable, you know, because the Algarve is, um, I won't compare it to Spain again, <laughs> uh, but the Algarve is, is reasonable flat. So you've got lots of very suitable uh, areas for golf courses. You know, you don't have, uh, they're very reasonable flat, but you have uh, elevations and they have some very good golf course designers who incorporate the, you know, the nature and, and, um, and really good golf courses. I think that's, that's very unique. And the pine trees, the pine trees are lovely. And as long as you don't hit your ball, as long as you don't hit you them, know, they might not come down. Yes. Well, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm, my, my golfing background is like this. I am not a good golfer. Yeah. Okay. I play, but I don't play well. So I'm one of those that, that wants the total experience. I want to be able to play somewhere that's pretty, that, that looks nice, yeah. um, that's not too complicated. And where I can afterwards not have to drive very, very far to go for a real nice meal and a nice glass of wine. What would you recommend for me uh, down there for a, as a, a golf course to play for that whole experience? Oh, oh there's um, a special one. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, um, you know, the whole area between, I say, Villamura and, and Tavira. There's, there's tons of good courses. I couldn't say one but I think uh, you know in Villamura you have five courses um, you know probably all overall spectacular and playable I would say probably the ocean course at Valde Lobo because I think when we take our clients there they're always because it's so stunning you, you play two or three holes directly down to the ocean and it's just like you know golf doesn't matter if you if you chop one out of bounds, it doesn't matter because the setting is so unique. And then you go afterwards, you go to Quartiera or somewhere on a beach bar and it is, it is stunning. You know, um, I think with our clients always takes, takes their breath away if they go there. Sounds good. You, I mean, you, you've mentioned it a couple of times that this is when you come, when you get off the plane and when you come back to Portugal, you feel like you're coming home. Uh, this is your, your your second home, or maybe it sounds like it's becoming your first home. Uh, what well, makes you proud? <laughs> what makes you proud of, of Portugal? And why should Portuguese people be proud of Portugal? I think they've got a, a stunning country. I mean, the whole, the whole of Portugal is surrounded by water, you know, which is unique. Um, you have oceans everywhere. And, um, you know, um, I mean, not just the Algarve. The Algarve is probably the most destination you know the, the most popular destination but even Lisbon or Porto or like you said uh, the coastline where you are or just going up from from Sagres up um, up the coast I mean I've seen some stunning sights so you can just drive and explore you feel incredibly safe and the Portuguese are so friendly um, and so welcoming so it's just a, a, a yeah just a great country lots to explore amazing food I think it's not um, it's not um, I say 
it, the, the quality of the food is very good. It's not complex food, but it's just really, really good food, you know, good quality food. Um, and of course, the wine, you go to the Alentejo, sometimes we take a trip up there and, you know, you just spoil for good wines. And, um, and on business, we go a lot to Porto. Um, so it's, it's a great place to be. I mean, I love, I can't, you know, the Algarve is, has obviously the best weather. And if it wasn't so cold up in Porto in the winter, I, I, I would consider to live up there as well, just because it's, a, I think, one of the most stunning cities. Um, um, yeah, so, so there's so many good places to explore. So if you've never been to Portugal, you should definitely give it a go and just explore. Take a car and drive around and, um, you know, uh, and just explore and enjoy uh, the hospitality, the good food and, and the weather and uh, whatever else you can discover. Have you have you played anywhere else besides the Algarve golf golfing wise? Yes, I've been okay. in Lisbon quite a lot. Um, okay. We used to play the Portuguese Open there. Um, actually, my first when I qualified for the ladies tour, we used to play in Aroeira, um, okay. which is also a fantastic course. You know, we played Golden Eagle, uh, we played uh, Quinta de Peru. I mean, loads of. We always had the we had a few times the Portuguese Open in in uh, in the Algarve, but mostly was around Lisbon. And then um, last time we played up in Porto, which is great. I mean, you, you think you're in Scotland. I was amazed. You know, you go out Estela. Um, it's like a Lynx course. It's stunning. You know, the, 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 so it's a really, um, and also Porto, um, the older Porto Golf Club. I mean, you feel like you're going into a British club. It's very, it's like back in time, you know, the, um, it's a very British feel to it. And um, uh, we got talking to one guy and he actually said they had the longest running golf tournament in the world, you know, because I guess um, if I, uh, if I remember correctly, he said um, um, when the, when the English came over to the port factories and they were working there, they obviously, you know, brought golf as well to Portugal and they had even through the war and the revolution, uh, they had um, they had without a break the longest running golf wow. tournaments. There's tournaments who are uh, established earlier, but they had always a break in war and Portugal. And um, so um, it's very stunning, you know. I took loads of uh, pictures there just because you feel like you're somewhere in in the UK, you know, the whole feel and. Um, Really nice up there as well. I can only recommend it. Not this time of the year, but you know, May time. <laughs> in yeah, May this time, time of the uh, it's a beautiful city, but this time of the year it is so cold up there. I it's, know. It's I've just been talking to the factory this morning, and um, and they they had minus three up in Porto. So he said uh, winter has definitely arrived, so, which is unusual. But uh, yeah. There's a, there's a long relationship with obviously with the British and, and, and Portugal, but they're in Porto because of the, the, like you said, the port, the port wine trading. Yeah. They used to set up a lot of social clubs as well. And there's some, they've still got them. They, they've got these old social clubs in the middle of this, this, the, the city where mm -hmm. you can still go and see it's like, now it's more or less like a museum, but it's where the British sort of arrest, arrest, aristocrats would go and sit and drink their port wine. They even have a trap door where they could escape uh, without okay. being seen in the street, or I don't know if they needed to smuggle more <laughs> bottles out or, or something like that. But it was really, really interesting. Uh, there's some really, really interesting historical connections because yeah. of the wine and, and then because of the, but I didn't know that about the golf, which is, which is lovely. Yeah. 
Um, Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about your business and, and what you're doing um, with, your, with your brand. Yeah. So anyway, I, like I said, I was 17 years on tour. And when I was on tour, I was always renowned for my bright outfits. You know, I was the German girl with the funky bright trousers. And, uh, and I always loved color. I don't know why. And, and I never really bought golf clothes because at that time it was very boring. So I would, you know, either buy some other funky clothes or I, I get some fabric and have some skirts made. And I always had a passion for fashion. And uh, when I meet, uh, met my other half, Neil, um, in Dubai, um, he was working at the time, even though he's a golf pro himself, at that time he was working for a local company that um, uh, they were producing golf shirts, corporate shirts. And the owner, Lebanese, he wanted to make a, um, yeah, a, a retail collection. And Neil said, well, Liz would love to design, you know. So um, I got to work with his fabrics and drew up some designs and uh, yeah, and I really felt the passion for it. And um, unfortunately that business relationship didn't work out so much because, um, you know, we did a lot of work and never got paid for it. So I said, you know, I, I really got the taste for it. And uh, seeing we were in Dubai at the time, we had fabrics from all over the world. So it was in the beginning more for me to make some unique outfits to wear on tour, something different. And people really liked it because uh, maybe 12, 12 years ago or something, I was the first one to sort of wear a golf dress. It was very unique, you know, but in the olden days, they used to play with golf dresses. And I thought, this is very comfortable. Why not wear a dress? So um, it got attention and in the German Open, I remember. And, uh, and then I, I started with making like five pieces for some friends, you know, and then it sort of worked. And I said, I really loved that and it sort of out of a, a passion or hobby it evolved even more and then um, you know after a while I, it was it was taking more and more time up and I was always drawn between should I you know practice or should I work on the clothing and it was a bit of a conundrum so in in the end um, 2015 was my last year on tour and then I decided now it's enough. 17 years, I had a great time, but now it's time to do something else. And uh, then we moved back to Portugal. And obviously, Portugal has a phenomenal um, um, industry, a um, textile industry. So, you know, we took, uh, we took some time, went up to Porto, researched, uh, found some really nice factories to work with, some great people to work with. Um, and yeah, and uh, produced up there. So we, we produce up there. Um, everything we make is made in Portugal. The fabrics getting made to our specifications. Um, we design it, they make it, and we distribute um, ourselves. Of course, the clothes stays true to my, <laughs> to my style. It's very bright, very unique. Um, we don't do mass production. We, um, we sell online and we do a lot of events. Um, and yeah, I, we both love what we do. So it's basically a two-man show. Uh, we'd obviously help from outside, but the core business is uh, Neil and I. Um, yeah, we're growing really nicely, you know. Um, luckily, through COVID, golf is one of the areas which been really booming. So, so we've been lucky this year that we're in the industry that through the lockdown, people actually who maybe didn't have the time or always wanted to take up golf, they've finally got to take up golf. And uh, yeah, and I love what we do. So 
So we got the both. So it's a good excuse. So I always say in the winter, I have to go to Portugal, I have to do production, you know. And uh, so <laughs> we got the best of both uh, worlds. So we travel up and down to, to Porto, not so much now. We're just waiting till the situation um, calms down a little bit. And yeah, we're very blessed um, to found this place. Yeah, we, we interviewed somebody on the on the podcast from the north. Uh, it's a company called Adalberto, and they mm-hmm. are the ones that are responsible for those um, that that um, COVID mask, the one that's got mm-hmm. the, that disactivates the the virus. And okay. but I just I just found it phenomenal how rich and 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 um, that industry is up there. The fabrics, uh, materials, textiles. It's a huge huge industry for such a small little country. It uh, it's pretty phenomenal. And they're really, I mean, now more and more companies are coming back, you know, with China, they have uh, difficulties delivering. And uh, they're really, um, I mean, they've been hit a bit before because everybody, the big companies used to go to Asia. But mm-hmm. Portugal is great because they will take you on as a small company, you know, where in China you're crazy. And I would never produce in China because for me, this is very important. And I know the factories, I know where it comes from. I want to support the um, the European community and I want to produce here. Yes, it's a bit more expensive, but I know I get super quality and this is very important. So every company has to decide what they stand for. And we love Portugal and we love to produce here. And now it works out great. So I'm very impressed what they do um, and how they do it. Sometimes not always on time, but you know, what is, you know. Nobody's perfect. Exactly, <laughs> things, uh, you know, take time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So the fact that you were the so that you were the lady on the golf tour, the lady of the of colors, uh, now it makes sense why you like the algo so much because it's just so colorful. You've got yes. the green, the blue, the yeah. browns, and everything. It's just a yeah. truly colorful, colorful part of the world. Yeah. Now you always get inspiration here, so it's a very, and I think that's where a lot of uh, artists and and people base themselves because you do get a lot of inspiration of that country, you know, and I think the, the Portuguese itself, they're very in, inventive, you know, um, they've got very nice architecture. So they're, they're very inventive with, with new products. So I think um, it's a, it's a great place. And I think more and more people discovering it. Um, and uh, yeah, I can only recommend it. Wonderful. Um Elizabeth, how can, uh, for our listeners, three things that you want them to remember and, and take away from, from this conversation? I think, uh, yeah, they, they definitely should come here and in, in experience the whole Portuguese way of life, you know, and, and maybe just let them go a little bit because sometimes people come and we come with our, you know, our expectations, you know, things should run. But if you just sit back and, and go with the flow, you actually discover a lot more. Then, of course, you know, this is one thing, you know, just is a really good place to chill and just to calm down, enjoy the, the great food, wine, and, um, you know, and play some fabulous golf courses. I think this is uh, really the, the three things I hope people, I inspire people to, to come and take a trip to um, to Portugal or even consider living here because it really is the most amazing place to live, you know, where you have a real, really good quality of life. And I think that's why some people are maybe not that happy at home because they're missing something. And um, here it feels like a complete life. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you. How can how can listeners find you online, follow your work, um, see what you're doing in terms of your clothing line and everything? How can they get in touch? Yeah, I mean, our online shop is under my name, elisabethestel.com. And then, of course, we're on the, all the social media platforms on Estel uh, Golf. And, uh, yeah, I always post also on my personal profile lots of pictures of the beautiful old golf. People must be getting sick of me, but I... You know, we go down to the beach and every morning is different. So it's so beautiful. I have to I have to take some pictures. So, you know, um, if you're interested and want to see more, then go on, on the Facebook or Instagram page and then you see some pictures of us. Wonderful. I'm going to post links on our on our show notes of the podcast so people can, can follow and get in touch. Um, and Elizabeth, finally, a question that we ask all of our guests, Portugal. The simple life, why? Why? Because, yeah, because it's easy going and the life balance is right. I think this is, this is, uh, this is really why it's the simple life, because the simple life, you don't need much in life. I think when the older you get, you think things are so important, but the older you get, you actually, you see the simple life is really the ones that matter the most. Beautiful. Elizabeth, um, uh, I've loved this conversation. Thank you so much. Um, I will be down in the Algarve at some stage, so maybe we can, you, myself, and Neil, and, and my wife, can we can have a, a glass of wine or, or something. It'll be or good. Two. Or two. <laughs> or two, yeah. You can, you can never stop at one. Um, no. But, yeah, thank you so much. And, and, and for now, I'm going to let you call it. That's a wrap. So thank you so much to Elizabeth and thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up and please leave a comment or a review. We'd love to hear from you. Welcome to The Simple Life.